What is up? Welcome back to the rush hour. Are you in a rush this morning? Well, you came to the right place. So, (laughs) I'm your host, Betsy Rush. What is up, guys? So, today we're going to be talking about Ariel by Sylvia Plath. So last week we talked about Sylvia Plath. She's an awesome poet. Pretty cool, pretty cool. She has an extreme past. Um, A lot of the things that she went through are absolutely insane, in my opinion. Um, And I'm not saying that because it's not normal, but I'm saying that because she used all of that and made art out of it, which is absolutely beautiful. And of course, don't forget, this episode is sponsored by Anchor by Spotify. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. If you like making your own podcast or if you want to give it a try, I definitely suggest using this website. It's pretty cool. You can do it. It's super easy from your phone. You can do it from your laptop. You can even make money off of it. It's pretty cool. So first, for some context about Ariel by Sylvia Plath. Uh, This poem was published in 1960, which was actually right before uh, Sylvia tragically killed herself. So this poem, once again, is a very big um, leading up factor to her death. Uh, I think almost all of her poems had some... Uh, meaning or theme to depression and suicide. Um, Out of all of the ones I've read so far, definitely have found a lot with suicide and depression. Um, Being major, major themes in her writings. So Ariel was actually her childhood horse. Um, So we automatically know just from the title that this poem is obviously something having to do with her childhood or this horse is meaning something. This horse, what can it mean? So let's start reading it. All right, so we're going to break it down a little bit. So the first stanza says, Stasis in darkness, then the substanceless blue, pour of tor and distances. So that first stanza, she's talking about how she's stasis in darkness. She's staying in that darkness. So we automatically know the atmosphere, the mood in this first stanza is explaining to us that she is stuck in this darkness. She's still there. The substancelessness of blue, that references to feeling numb. I think um, one of the biggest feelings of depression is actually no feeling at all, uh, which is this numb, this numbness. So the substance is substanceless blue um, definitely is relating to that. And blue is also seen as a very kind of melancholy and lower state of the mind kind of color, I guess. Um, and then poor of tour and distances. So um, it's like a mount on a landscape. And so, yeah, I think that first stanza just really puts us where 
the setting is for the beginning and then she moves on to stanza two and it says god's lioness how one we grow pivot of heels and knees the furrow so this is all about what she says god's lioness that's honor and that's with pivot of heels and knees the furrow that's her running that's her traveling so we obviously see that she's picking up the pace and that she is growing she is beginning to move and then in stanza three it says splits and passes sister to the brow brown arc of the neck i cannot catch um so she's talking to, i assume she was talking about a tree and she couldn't touch it and it was as if in the next stanza where she talks about um the berries and they cast dark um it's almost like the berries are looking at her in my opinion because she says um she refers to the word i um that's what i saw it as and then things began to shift in the poem because it says black sweet blood mouthfuls shadows and it says something else so i think that is an extreme like major change in position major change um transition and so it just says shadows and period i think that's a really cool style that she chose to do was just um just stop it right there and by her using this um like just putting shadows in a period um is actually enchantment which is a style um that some writers like to use and it's breaking of a line in an unnatural spot so sylvia and many of her works uses enchantment and i think even listening to her reading this poem it creates a completely different meaning and you view the poem even differently than you already did before because you see it how the author intentionally meant for it to be so then after she says shadows and it's like a change of position because she says something else hauls me through air thighs hair flakes from my heels white gdava i unpeel dead hands dead stringencies so when she says like hauls me through the air i see that as she's running and this horse that she's on is flying through the air and then she says godiva that's that's tying back to feminism and masculinity and um how it was forbidden to be nude then uh godiva is an ancient um saying and then she says and now i foam to wheat a glitter of seas the child's eyes back to reality and it's almost like she's waking from a dream and then it says melts in the wall and i am the arrow the dew that flies suicidal at one with the drive into the red i the cauldron of morning so this poem is absolutely beautiful and many could read it and see words like suicidal and shadows and stuff like substanceless blue stasis of dark in darkness a lot of people would think that this poem is a depressing poem and yes it's about depression but that doesn't necessarily mean that it is a depressing poem 
And I think this poem itself has shown me, as well as many other people, that poems and writings and art can have a shift in theme. It can have a shift in uh, meaning and purpose. And I think that's what makes this piece of writing even more beautiful. Uh, because it starts with her in this dark place and then she becomes to rise and she's in this eye, the cauldron of mourning. So let's talk about what I think this poem is about. So oftentimes I interpret things, especially literature and especially poetry, very different than other people interpret it. Um, that's my mind is just very different with art and poetry and writing. Um, so when I first read this, I was I was in awe because I do suffer with depression. I, I have depression and I understand that numbness and that, that feeling that you're just in and it just keeps going and going and going. And this poem is about her ride. It is all about Ariel, her horse. It is her ride to a better day, a new light, the eye, the cauldron of the morning, which is so beautiful and why this piece is actually a happy ending. Um, so I really think that this poem is about Sylvia's fantasy with overcoming her depression and being in this eye, the cauldron of mourning. I think she's going back to when she was young and she's thinking about how things used to be and when she was innocent and she's riding off out of this and it's like a dream. And with the change of position, like the sudden thing that happens towards the middle of the poem, like I really think it is all her her fan is her fantasization of not being in an depression anymore, not being stuck in this. And she it's like she goes into the sun with the into the red eye of the cauldron of morning. Um some could even say it's like she dies and then goes to the sun and it's like her afterlife. Um and she's finally happy, she's finally broken free from these chains that she has from this but i really like this piece i think it's really powerful and i think it is a really good explanation for how depression can be for many people and some people may feel the only way they can escape this depression is by ending it and that was the only way that she felt like she could be happy and she could be over with, with all of this So now I kind of just want to get like Ariel the collection, like all of her books or the, her poems that are collected as a book. And I think I'm going to read some more of those. So, okay, Rush Hour, we're going to be back and we're going to be talking about more Sylvia Plath stuff later on. But for right now, peace out. Have a good one. We'll see you next time.